Howdy and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we have fun talking all things hunting and in the process do our best to support small and family-owned businesses in the hunting space. Here are your hosts and resident bandits, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy folks, uh, welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here and I'm joined uh, by the Corn Bandit, Richard. How you doing? Howdy, how are you? How, hope everybody's doing good tonight. I agree. And what if they're not listening to this at night, though? That's that's true. Hope everybody's having a great day. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. That's true. Uh, well, that's today, true. today is just going to be a, kind of a fun one where we banter back and forth. Uh, uh, first off, kind of want to just talk about uh, a fun little hunt that we all went on, uh, I guess, a couple weekends ago now. Yep. Uh, you want to take it away? I think people will be interested in hearing how that sure. how that all went. Oh yeah, yeah. So we had uh, um, we we had the the privilege of going to the the Rough Creek Lodge in Glen Rose, Texas, uh, to do one of their upland game bird hunts. Um, Santa Claus actually was was nice enough to uh, provide that hunt to me and um, and, and three of my friends. Um, actually, my my dad was supposed to go, but he had some some knee issues, so he he could not attend. But um, three friends, uh, we got to go, uh, Jimmy was one of them. Uh, we headed on out to uh, Rough Creek, uh, in Glen Rose, and we just had a ball. Um, it really kind of the, the name of the game there is, uh, is, is Upland Game Bird Hunting. So they've got, uh, quail and chucker, uh, and pheasant. Um, and, and so it's just a really unique opportunity to be able to hunt. Uh, you know, especially two of the species being the, the pheasant, the chucker are, are not something that you can, you can really shoot, uh, all that easily in, in the state of Texas. Um, especially the, the chucker, I believe the chucker are, I mean, there are no native chucker to the state of Texas. I think they're more of a, um, I'm saying there's a New Mexico bird. Yeah. New Mexico, kind of the, the sand hill, you know, Nebraska, Kansas, something of that nature. And then of course the pheasant. Uh, yeah, the pheasant out in uh, West Texas, we've actually got a decent population of pheasants. Uh, they they tend to kind of come and go with the, the bad years and with uh, crop rotation, CRP management, things of that nature, uh, which I can talk all day about, which is kind of fun, but most people would probably find boring. No, um, I mean, let's do that. Let's actually make a note of that. We'll talk about that on a future podcast because yeah. it does, it can play in to, you know, your hunting maybe your hunting success later on down the line. Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. So. Yeah. No, there's, there's no doubt. Uh, CRP is a, uh, is, is a great thing, but so, so basically what, what they do is um, at, at this, at this facility and then I mean, lots of other places in the state of Texas and probably all around the country is that they have, uh, they have pen raised birds now. Okay. okay. Now I know everybody's, oh, oh, what are you doing? Just letting them out of the cage and shooting them. Uh, no, that they actually couldn't be farther from the truth. Um, what they do is they 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 spend an, uh, an exorbitant amount of money uh, trying to uh, to what they call flight train these birds. Uh, so they 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 raise these pheasants and these quail and these chucker from from just little bitty poults um, to uh, you know to to adult uh, birds, uh, and they and they train them. Uh, they train them to to be fearful of man, to be fearful of raptors, okay? And raptors obviously being, um, you know, hawks. Velociraptor. Eagles, oh, right. Oh, oh hawks. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, or, or, or dinosaurs, either one. Of course, <laughs> the, the dinosaurs eat, the, eat us and the dogs, too. So, 
it's it's a lose lose type thing. The birds are probably the, the least of their uh, desired prey. But well, uh, I did not realize as we were walking across that prairie that we were actually being hunted. Yeah, so, yeah, cl- cl- clever girl. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but anyway, so they, they flight train these they, uh, they flight train these birds. So it, it basically, uh, what that means is when they when they release them into the wild, uh, which by the way, some of them do survive. Okay, it's a low percentage, uh, but but some w- will obviously uh, flourish in the in the wild. But uh, it basically means that you know when you're up on them, they they're not just going to roll over and let's shoot them, uh, and, and that's what makes it a lot of fun. And of course. If we didn't have the uh, if we didn't have dogs with us, uh, it would be. Um, I mean, God, I, I don't know how many birds we would kill. To be honest with you, uh, because oh. ha- have, having the dogs in there and, and, and spotting the the quail or the chucker or the pheasant, uh, and then having a lab go in there and flush them uh, is is obviously it's a it's just a really cool experience. I mean, how cool is it to see those dogs? You know, go up to that tree or that bush sure. or whatever, and then their tail just. You know, oh just, yeah! Oh yeah! You know, I oh, mean, yeah. that's just that's really well, cool. Well, and the the whole teamwork aspect. Yeah. Of it. You yeah. know, you got the you got the uh, the the Brittany or the German short hair, you know, running this way and that way, you know, trying to pick up the scent of these birds. They finally find one, like you say, and their their tail goes you know stiff, and their leg goes up, and you know they're sitting there pointing at these these birds that may be held up under a cedar tree or. Or in a clump of native grass, something of that nature, and then the the handler will send the dog in, you know, and they're sending the lab in. The lab will go bound, and then they're like an idiot, and the birds blow up everywhere. And um, <laughs> it, it, it's just it, it's a really cool experience. Uh, and again, I, I can tell you that we missed numerous quail, uh, numerous quail, and I'll tell you we we missed a lot of chucker too. Uh, the the chucker, I mean. <laughs> I mean, we've, I've got some great video of it, and I'll try to point it out in the video. But there's a video of me, um, uh, one of the, I guess we were working two Britneys, uh, two Brittany uh, uh, quail dogs, or bird dogs, really. And I was kind of watching one over on the side, and he, he pointed on this, this bush, you know. But it was a bush, I mean, I could see clear through it. I could see right to the bottom, or, or so I thought. Well, well little, little, little did I know. Um, as I got closer, there was a chucker, I mean, just right there at the base of the tree. And, and I still didn't see it when it flew up in my face. Um, <laughs> and of course it, it flew, uh, you know, gosh, it probably flew a couple hundred yards and then it was on the ground. It was gone. It was out of there, you know, and, and we never got a, we never got a shot at, you know? So again, the flight train pin raised birds is extremely, extremely challenging. Uh, and, and, you know, if, if that, if that doesn't, you know, if, if you still have a negative opinion on it, you think about this, okay? You know, we, we have now, you know, we have the ability, again, to go out there and hunt quail and pheasant and chucker. Uh, and, and so what, what does that make us want to do? That makes us want to do it again, right? And, and maybe that makes us want to go over to South Dakota, you know, and, and, and spend the money there. And, of course, any dollars that we spend, you know, in South Dakota on the pheasant hunt go to benefit pheasant conservation, okay? Right. You know, the same thing with quail. You know, maybe now... Uh, you know, we're maybe now we're just a real, we're real nutty quail guys. All right. So we want to go out there, you know, make it a tradition every January. We're going to go to quail hunt. All right. So again, we're out there in, in our case to be small town, Texas, you know, some of these big ranches where we're buying stuff in town, you know, we're spending money. It's benefiting the quail. I mean, th- th- this, the, the places like the rough Creek lodge can literally be almost like a gateway, if you will, uh, a, a gateway into finding hunting experiences that, that, that maybe you never knew you even liked. 
of course, with me, I'm obsessed with all hunting. Uh, so <laughs> I do. I loved it. Uh, but but I, I, I think um, I, I think it's an incredible positive uh, uh, thing. You know, I when we were getting ready to go out in the field. There were two kids in there uh, from Mississippi. Uh, and they were getting their hunter orange, and they were kind of talking about, you know, okay, this is how it's going to work. You know, clearly they, they had never hunted over quail before. But, I mean, I, Jimmy and I, we didn't know that we could be looking at the next leader of Quail Unlimited right there. Right. And it That's all right. may have started from that one little hunting experience, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so, so again, given, given the, given people the exposure, of course, it's paid for it, but it's very affordable. I, I will say that. Uh, you know, giving it's just a real opportunity to expose people to a, you know, a, a new kind of hunting. Uh, and then, of course, hey, here's the other thing: uh, not only were we out there in the outdoors enjoying that, but are the camaraderie as well. You know, yeah. we were giving each other all kinds of hell. You know, when when the you know I never missed, of course, but uh-huh. a, a, a lot of the other guys did. Uh, so that, of course, that was a lot of fun. So. Um, <laughs> Overall, just a, a really, really cool place. Again, the Rough Creek Lodge in Glen Rose, Texas. Uh, great friends. Um, just a just a really, a really cool trip. It was a good time. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a great experience. First time I ever, <clears throat> you know, was able to shoot at a pheasant or even a chucker. I didn't never, never even heard of a chucker until right. until this uh, this trip. And right, uh, I'll tell you, I've uh, I don't know if you have, but I have eaten my birds oh, uh, no. already oh already already oh, well, yeah i mean I, you. the week after yeah i uh nice. how'd they turn out i cooked them all together all at once and i that was all i ate for dinner one night <laughs> nice. nice i mean what did we we ended up with what we ended up with yeah and i don't know how i remember this but we ended up with 32 quail uh four chucker and uh four pheasant okay yeah and of course, we divide the well, it's four guys. So, right. if any of you are wondering if I ate fifteen quail and all that other stuff on my own, no, I didn't. But <laughs> okay. I would try if I. Could. Oh yeah, you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> bring it on. Yeah, but no, I. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I cooked them all uh, one night, and I actually cooked them in the oven. I didn't grill them. Okay, good. Uh, just used the marinade of. Uh, it's really really good, believe it or not. Uh, sea salt. Old Bay, okay. and uh, garlic powder. Oh, wow. And, oh, my God, they came out awesome. Really? I mean, okay. just, just tasty and, I mean, uh, perfect. Absolutely right. perfect. How long did you do them in the oven for? Oh, shoot. What did I do? Uh, you had to ask. As yeah. I was talking, I was trying to remember that. Uh, I think I had it on, like, 350, 350 for 20 minutes, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that it was 20 minutes or so, more, right. maybe a little more. Uh, that I, Actually, 20 minutes was perfect for the quail. Oh, okay. Uh, but the pheasant and the chucker. A little bit bigger. They were bigger, so I right. think I had to give them another two to five minutes, something like that. But, okay. Uh, okay. Good. Yeah, I mean, they came out perfect. You know, oh, they awesome. weren't dry or anything. They right. were and they're cooked perfectly. So, uh, so that's how I eat them. How are you planning oh, on that, eating? That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, I, I, I prefer well, as you, as you know, and I know you do too. I prefer majority of my, my meat on the grill. Uh, so the quail I will definitely do on the grill. Um, you know, and it, I'll probably do some Texas style. So, you know, maybe putting a, a little slice of jalapeno and then the Texas 10, 15 onion on the other side of the breast, maybe, 
giving them a, a oh, oh, oh hold on one second that's my that's my room service hold oh, on that's one second. Right. yeah, room service. yeah. All right. so old uh, the corn bandit is again on the road for uh for business so <laughs> as we're talking uh, he's in his room getting his uh dinner i don't know what he ordered I, i'm guessing maybe a burger but i guess we'll we'll have to ask him when he comes back here in the Completing the transaction here. You're very welcome. So I got your burger right here with the burger. Burger, I was right. <laughs> yes. I hope he tips her. Thank you so much. <laughs> There's a stop snowing out there. Um, I'm not sure actually. I haven't really checked. I know it's well, most of the night. So he's way up north and uh. I guess they're so used to the snow that they don't even care to check. I take I go to UWM University. Oh, okay. So okay. I take the bus in and go check the class. Of course. Oh, okay, good. You well, should be all right. All right. As okay. Texas boys, you know, Thanks probably looking so out the window all the time. You're very welcome. You have a wonderful Not used to the right, snow like too. that. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, awesome. Thank you. All right. <laughs> That's great. I can hear that. <laughs> that's awesome. in there. Yeah, it actually does. But Did okay, you take a look at it, no, well, no. She she lifted the little tray up there, and it actually looks pretty good. I also have a little flower garnish here. Here's okay. the only problem. Here's the only problem. She she gave me a, a darn thing of mayonnaise, and as anybody knows, mayonnaise is disgusting. Go Miracle Whip. <laughs> okay. yeah. Miracle Whip is absolutely disgusting. All right, uh, so here it, here we it's, go. It's here's wonderful. The, here's the uh, garnish debate. Right, uh, mayo versus Miracle Whip. So, anyone listening, you know, vote somewhere. I don't know where, right. but yeah, <laughs> go yeah, mayo. And, and before, yeah, and before you vote, I want you all to know that this is known. It's in one of the the chapters of the Bible that when Jesus made sandwiches, which he did frequently for his disciples, he used Miracle Whip because it's that good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, okay. So where were we? Well, oh. I guess I can't top that one. Right, right, yeah. So, I could try, but yeah, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. I, we might lose listeners. No, I, I, yeah, I win. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so back to what we we're talking about. So, like the okay. So the the quail breast, I'll probably do on the grill. Uh, so that'll be that'll be delicious. Um, the quail legs, however, um, I, I I can try them on the grill, but I also might I'm also might do them in a pan with maybe a little olive oil or just a little butter, mm-hmm. maybe a little salt and pepper, and just kind of give them a. A little shock to the system, a little brown, and then I'll eat them. You know, not not raw, but uh, you know, partially cooked. Um, <laughs> now, the pheasant, the pheasant, and the quail, or the pheasant and the chucker. Um, you know, Julie, my wife, did a uh, she did a pheasant recipe a couple years ago, and I, of course, I can't remember it now. It had kind of a, a, almost a light gravy sauce uh, with mushrooms, and God, it was just incredible. Uh, and I remember it. You know, we had. Um, uh, the dish kind of separated all, so it had the, the chunks of, of breast meat, and then it had the quail, or the, excuse me, the pheasant legs, and she was able to just pull them apart, you know, and, oh my God, it was so good. So, um, yeah, that's probably the route I'll take, something of that nature. All right, yeah, that sounds good. I, uh, I One thing I did is I did de-breast the meat off the pheasant and the chicken. Oh, okay, okay, all and, right. Uh, that just made it so much easier uh, right, right, right. C- come eating time, you know, it's just sure. a piece of pieces of meat there sure but uh, no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah anyway yeah yeah 
right. So, well, that's, yeah. uh, why, that uh, thank you again hunt. for uh, inviting me on your uh, your Christmas gift hunt. Oh, that was gosh. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a it blast. Was, it was a pleasure. It's something I, I don't know if I told you, but so, so I, if you follow us, you, you know that I'm the guy who makes all the, the videos. Uh, so I have my GoPro running. Um, got some got some really really cool footage. So uh, got a lot of kill shots. I think I got Matt shooting one of the pheasants, and I think I got you shooting one, Jimmy. And oh, right. uh, did I actually hit it, or was it? Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I think you did get it. I okay, think you did get it. So yeah, no, I um, uh, it actually be a really cool video. I need to need to put it all together. So that'd be something I'll probably try and do this weekend. So awesome. Well, uh, I'm seeing that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's again. Uh, just a really cool experience out there, and, um, uh, and truthfully, if you've got kind of a, uh, I'm not going to say a teenager, but, you know, a, a, a child that can, uh, you know, a kid that can hold a gun and, you know, that, that can that can maybe, you know, has quail hunt experience before and, you know, something of that nature, I highly recommend taking that those kids out there. Uh, it's just a real, it's a good, comfortable hunt, not, not, too, tar- not too hard. You know, obviously there's some walking, but, but not that not enough to make it super extreme. So um, uh, I definitely recommend it. It was a lot of fun. Made, yep. made some more memories. Yep, I would agree with that. And, you know, that Rough Creek Lodge, you could do all sorts of hunting there too. So well, that's check, true. That's if very you're true. interested, check it out. Uh, you know, everything from, you know, deer to – I think they have some exotics, I think. If I, remember. I, I think they got rid of the exotics. Oh, did they? Okay. Well, yeah. deer, hogs, yeah, hogs, obviously the birds. Yep, dove and ducks uh, and all that. Right, all that stuff. So, yep. yeah. So check it out. It's a it's a cool place, and if you're, you know, if you're traveling far enough to where you need to stay, they got a all you know a huge lodge oh, there. It's a boy, really cool to... place. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and and that's actually a really good point, Jimmy. I you know. Uh, obviously, we, we, we encourage everybody to, to bring their significant other with them. But um, if your significant other isn't, isn't too much to tromping around the bush, uh, you know, the, the Rough Creek Lodge has got, I mean, they've got spa treatments there. They've got all kinds of stuff. So I think your, your significant other will be well, in, you know, well taken care of if, oh, yes. uh, if she doesn't come out there with you in the field. Yeah, I mean they got they got a nice bar there that, uh, you know, they could. Yeah, <laughs> they could. Uh, you know, sit at for uh, while you're walking around in the bush. So. Yep, 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 yep. Absolutely. All right. Uh, you got anything else on uh, on that on uh, our hunt? I think that that's a, I think that's about it for that one. Uh, oh, well, we we also uh, we also posted a, uh, a how to how to clean oh, a quail yes. how to clean mm-hmm. a quail video. Yep. Uh, go go to our YouTube channel. It is up right now. Uh, it, it's actually it, it's a really good video because. With the quail, um, you, you really want to save those legs. The legs are incredible. Whereas with a dove, you know, typically most folks don't eat the dove legs, but the quail legs, oh my lord, you're throwing them away. You're throwing away gold. <laughs> there you go. Yep. <laughs> the yep. corn bandit has spoken. That's right. That's what. Actually, you know what? If you don't want to eat quail legs for whatever reason, to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Postmark, PO box, Dallas, right. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, well, the other thing we wanted to talk about is uh, today, although not technically today, but this is going to be posted today, which would be March 2nd. Hell yeah. uh, it's a big uh, big date in uh, our state's history, being Texas. Huge. Uh, it's, it is our Independence Day. Yes, it is. It's a, it's a 
it's a pretty cool deal here down here in Texas where, you know, we can sit back and, you know, say, hey, we're celebrating, uh, well, as far as I'm concerned, the most important Independence Day. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> but at least we got two of them that we could celebrate down here. Uh, Absolutely. What yep. do you think? No, I, I, I love it. Uh, you know, March 2nd, 1836 was uh, what was an incredible day. Um, it was uh, it was a date that, that means something to, to most, uh, well, it should mean something to every single Texan that, that walks this earth. And, um, you know, it, it, a great opportunity to teach your children, you know, about, about a group of guys, a group of people. That, and, and, and the other thing about it is we're talking about all races, all creeds, okay? Uh, that basically said, listen, we, we are tired of living under the thumb of a tyrant who lives a thousand miles away. And, and uh, he threw away the, the promised constitution of you Correct. Know, 1824. Correct, 1824, right, right. He said enough's enough. We, yep. we gave it a try, and it's not working. Yeah, we are done. They are not listening. They are not being fair. So it's, uh, it, it's time to kick some ass. So um, it, it's a great story about, you know, people that, you know, that just don't roll over and die, you know, that, that stand up for what they believe in. Um, and it's just a hey, boy, I, I get I get mega emotional. I love it. Um, so it, it's it's really cool this is really kind of, you know, mid-February to uh, obviously April 21st is kind of what I call the 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 the, 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 the Texas history month, uh, obviously with with March 2nd being Independence Day. I can never remember Goliath, which is awful. I know it's in February, um, and then uh, March 6th being the Battle of the Alamo, of course, uh, and then April 21st being the Battle of San Jacinto. Um, you know, for, for those of you who are not a, a student of Texas history, um, one, one of the, the common myths about the Alamo I'd like to, like to dispel right here, you know, the, the Alamo, you know, a lot of folks somehow kind of got out that, that the Alamo uh, was being fortified and held up for, um, you know, for the to, to help Sam Houston to buy time for Sam Houston, and, and, and to, for him to raise an army uh, to to you know counteract the uh, the growing threat of Santa Ana and his group. When in reality, you know, the Alamo was was really fought uh, about the the Constitution of 1824, and, and that's the reason why you see the Mexican flag with 1824 above the Alamo. Um, of course, it, it, it's crazy. I can only imagine how the Texas Revolution would have ended up had, had we had an email. Had William Barrett Travis and, uh, and General Sam Houston like, oh, okay, so we did declare independence. I, I had no idea. Okay, all right, so yeah, yeah we will. We liberty will or death, sin. Yeah, 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 liberty <laughs> or death, sin. Uh, so it, it, it's kind of crazy how it all worked out. William Barrett Travis and those guys, they didn't even know about, um, uh, that, 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 uh, the, about they had declared independence until I think, gosh, I, I, I think didn't Bonham tell them like it was just a few days before the siege was over. Um, something of that nature. So, uh, one, one of the common, uh, myths about the Alamo, but, um, yeah, just it's a, a really, really cool story. It is. Um, and it's just kind of, uh, I don't know, growing up here, it's kind of just ingrained in you. Like, it's in your blood to be proud of that, proud sure. of proud of being a Texan. You know, it's kind yep. of, you know, you always hear these uh, <clears throat> about how it was typically before, you know, uh, 
the war to prevent Southern secession, right. uh, where <clears throat> citizens consider themselves, you know, citizens of states. Right. Uh, and then, <clears throat> you know, that state of being part of the, the union and everything. Right. Uh, you know, there's still kind of that down here in Texas, which is kind of cool. You know, yeah. it's, uh, uh, I, I can't tell you how many times and it's just, it's like a habit, you know, someone says, where are you from? Or if I, when I've been in other countries or whatever, right. you know, they say, where are you from? And I'll say, Texas. <laughs> you know, yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's just yeah. a habit, you know, it's, it's something, to, something to be proud of. Well, that, that's who we are. It, it, it's a spirit. It's a personality. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of folks, I, I think, that are not from here, uh, especially folks from kind of the, the northern states can sometimes view that, you know, us as arrogant, you know, whatnot. But it really, we're just, we're just full of pride, you know, we really are. And, uh, yeah, sometimes it comes off that way. But uh, so anyway. be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. So be it. Anyway, so we, that, had to, yeah. uh, we had to say something about it. Absolutely. Being around the... Uh being around that time and uh whenever this thing is published again will be on uh march 2nd so whatever you're listening to this it may or may not be march 2nd but uh you know it may be after yep but uh yeah just you know it, i think you know everyone says you know oh, now more than ever these things are important blah, blah blah but i think especially right now truly you know it's just to take stock in you know what people did back in the day to sacrifice to have Everything. just a little freedom Everything. You know, just, and uh, it, it's it's crazy now what we give up every day uh, as far as freedom goes. So, yep. uh, you know, there's that old uh, kind of cliche, they'll be rolling in their grave, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. Right. Right. Maybe maybe Houston and Travis and those guys are. I don't, you know, who knows? Right. <laughs> who knows if they're rolling? But uh, right. anyway, that's us preaching. Uh yeah, I, I I do want to read one quote, uh, okay, and, and yeah. you will probably have heard this quote before because if you ever get an email from my personal email, you'll see it at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, once again was uh, one of the um, one of the the the, the Texan defenders of, um, of 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 Texas. Uh, he was a he was he was a a, a Mexican man who uh, fought for Texas independence. Uh, he is a hero. Uh, he has a um, he has a town named after him. Um, when he, he uh, ha- was he the f- first vice president? I think when he, he was. a vice president, uh, he was under someone. That was, I thought he was under Houston. Should have been a freaking emperor, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, but uh, he he had a, vice a, president a, of Texas. Everybody was we a president. Right, right. <laughs> Why we were a country? Sure, what, sure. What we're talking about. Yep, uh, which we were basically the Republic of Texas up until. Yeah. Richard Koch screwed it all up in 1840, 1845, right. 1845. Yeah, but uh, we'll talk about him later. Uh, so anyway, so th- this is uh, once again's address at the burial of the Alamo Defenders, uh, February 25th, uh, 1837. Uh, it says, uh, yes, my friends, they prefer to die a thousand times rather than submit themselves to the tyrant's yoke. Um, you know, I- I've had this uh, quote on my email since... Uh, 2001 uh and every time i read it i get that kind of that flutter uh, and i don't think i'm having a heart attack you know it really it really kind of boy it just it gets me fired up you know uh, talk about the the ultimate sacrifice um i just can't i can't thank those brave men men and women uh, again of all races and all creeds uh for for what they did for us so um yep it was really great well i can't top that 
I'll leave it there. I'll I'll drink to that. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to drink my Sierra Mist and water and my there you go. my and have uh, your beautiful hotel hamburger. Yeah, my little hotel hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Which I think it's got some bacon on it, which I oh. might just throw away in the trash. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, God, that looks pretty good. So yeah. awesome. All right. Well, uh, I think that's all I got. You got anything else? Well, just uh, the usual. Uh, remember, even though we didn't talk about this episode, it is uh, it, it, the the we got to get that feed out there, folks. You know, supplemental feeding, get the mineral out, get the uh, the protein pellets out there, get the cotton seed, keep them full. Uh, the clock is ticking. There you go. All right, and uh, don't forget uh, if you haven't joined our email list yet, uh, don't miss out. Text Bandit to three four five three four five and once you do you'll get access to deals on awesome new and innovative hunting products and services again text the word bandit to three four five three four five all right folks well that'll do it for this one uh just want to wish you guys a happy texas independence day Yeehaw. and, <laughs> and uh, we will talk to you guys later take care yeah. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. If you want to find new and innovative hunting gear and service providers not typically offered through the traditional big box hunting stores, come on over and join the hunt at feedbandit.com join. When you join, as a bonus, you'll get our entertaining free e-guide of unique hunting tips and tricks. And a reminder to all you small businesses, feed stores, gear inventors, or entrepreneurs in the hunting space, if you'd like to get more exposure to potential customers by being featured on the Feed Bandit podcast, please let us know. We'd love to discuss what we can do for you and your business. Go to feedbandit.com promote. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give us a rating and review on iTunes as it would really help us out. Go to feedbandit.com iTunes. Thanks everyone for listening. Until next time. Please remember to support your local feed store.